Hello, David. Hello. How's it going? I was going to sell the intro with the but I guess we have a conversation. Okay. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Hey. I mean, hey. it was really, uh... I mean, we had a moment of silence last week, but maybe that moment of silence was intended for this week. Let's see here. Been a good week for me so far. Just inexplicably won. I have a chance of going to Camino in fantasy. I'm 2-0 already for two leagues. I have to have Kelsey go off from the third league to win that one. But can you win a league that doesn't exist anymore? Well, that is a fair point. That's something we'll have to talk about on Thursday. So tune in for that episode when we talk about what's going on in my 18-team league some more. Because, as you all know, I'm a shit starter. I've been it up before, and I have upset some people in this league. Yeah, if you want, if you want any foreshadowing, go listen to the 18-team league interview, where I explicitly tell Deb that since she's proud on David Silverberg, that your league might collapse. Just saying. What a weird week in the NFL. We had the Patriots win, the Jets win, Calvin Ridley has lost his mind, and Derrick Henry has no leg. So, oh yeah. What? And, and, hold on, David. Hold on. This is injured. Hold on. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? With a backup quarterback, we go into halftime. Backup quarterback. Backup quarterback. Backup quarterback. Hey, Drew. Backup quarterback. Backup quarterback. Backup quarterback. I don't think you that enough times. You say that some more times. Octo quarterback. Yeah, right? That's what I was thinking. Look at that. Yes, I'm good. Much love to everybody who stuck it out with us for the the two clip octo pick. (laughs) That sounded like a great idea, and then it just it worked out twice. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) All right, let's get into this. Let's do it. This has been. This is talking to one of my friends yesterday last night and i don't know what he he was doing yesterday but he was doing something other than watching football because he had no idea that the jets had beat the Bengals as of 6 30 p.m pacific standard time so that was a really interesting conversation to have with somebody very interesting conversation to have with somebody yeah the uh, landscape of the nfl shifted this week for sure starting on thursday night which i I, I almost forgot about the thursday night game to be honest where the Packers are now the new best team in the NFL. Absolutely not, but we'll get to that. Packers win against Arizona 24-21 Thursday night they game. Beat the, they, beat the they beat the best, now they're the best. End of story. Yeah. Zombies, Packers again, Packers are the best team in the NFL. Yeah, something like that. Green Bay 24-21 did not activate MVS before the game, which was a complete shock to everybody, including me over two. That was brilliant start to the week before it even started. But Packers had a game plan and it was run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, much like my beloved Cowboys did yesterday. Definitely turned out okay. DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray kind of had a mediocre day. Definitely mediocre. And it is what it is. Is this a formula? Is it Thursday night funk? What do you think? Yeah, uh, I'm not really sure what happened to the Cardinals there. 
Uh, I thought they were the best team in the NFL, but turns out it was the Packers all along. Um, and, you know, I I think the Packers are just that good. I mean, even without Devontae Adams, even without Alan fucking Lazard, you know, there is definite problem in Green Bay for the rest of the league right now, I would say. I mean, I'm definitely not as big on the Packers at all as that statement is because, again, my Cowboys are easily the best team easily the best team right now it's not even close not even close i think the vikings are just overrated we had a backup quarterback who's never started in the nfl lead a team to victory yesterday and aaron Rodgers could only beat the aaron Rodgers could only beat the cardinals by three points so yeah because cardinals are like the second best team in the nfl and Packers are the first. Cowboys are top five. I'll give you that. Your hate. Cowboys are definitely top five at this point. Cowboys are definitely the top team in the league right now. For sure. It's not even close. It's not even close. I don't know. I mean, it was sealed for sure this week in the next one that we're getting to. 100%. Another thing I want to touch on before we get on to the next game, which proves my point even further about the best team in the NFL currently. The NFL, again, has problems. They have no idea what in the fuck a touchdown is. And we saw this on the receiving side as well. Uh, Crowder got absolutely fucking robbed. Fuck fucking nasty robbed in New York. And I mean, I'm sick of it. (laughs) I'm just fucking sick of it. Uh, The leading with the head is a whole other thing, uh, which, you know, led to a team losing a game. Yeah, I really don't understand why the NFL has forgotten what a touchdown is quite fucking frustrating cincinnati Bengals 31 new york jets j-e-t-s jets 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 34 that was the worst penalty call i've seen in a long 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 time leading with the head in overtime by the defender was horrible Uh, i've said this before i don't know remember if it was you or not but if they were going to actually call that penalty, it should have been called on the running back because the running back is not allowed to lower his head like that when he's running. And Ezekiel Elliott does it all the time. So if we're going to start calling it, then like the Dallas Cowboys aren't going to have a running back. But running backs are not allowed to look. I think they're only yeah, allowed to lower their right, head so. within like the tackle boxes or something, but they're not allowed to do it full field. And so mm-hmm. it's just, it's insane to me. If that running back is putting his head down like that, the defender has to go down and try and get lower than him. And if they crash helmets, fuck off. Horrible call. Horrible call. I don't disagree with you, but Jets won. Bengals lost. And Jets somehow are better with Mike White than Zach Wilson. So that's something to discuss. Do I try to pick up Mike White for Joe Burr's bye week? Or do I go for Taysom Hill? And this overreaction of the week brought to you in part by David fucked up Silverbuck. Are you fucking kidding me? You're actually that after that performance, you want to go and even you've even thought about picking up Mike White. Oh, had 26 points in the league. What? What are you talking about? Mike White? No. No, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard in my life. No, 
you're a Jets fan drunk on two wins this year. What is this? Double the wins you've had in seven seasons since Rexy, sexy Rexy left. Fucking you're drunk with win love right now, brother. I mean, is Mike White the future of the Jets? Oh, this is insane. You're going to make me exit the Jets and Bengals reaction just because you're completely fucking insane today. <laughs> we uh, we both watched two touchdowns to Jamar Chase go down the drain as Joe Burrow, instead of throwing a seven-yard fade throw, decides to throw a 37-yard fade throw. What in the fuck, man? Jamar Chase did drop one in the end zone. Oh, yes. You saw that, right? Yeah, that was horrible. We saw that one, yeah. That was like completely on him. Yeah. Good pass. and just dropped it. Yeah. Uh... First steps, I think that fade pass was fucking horrible, though. That was one of the few times when we were watching where both of us, like, you just started laughing, and I was just like, What the fuck? <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was that was too bad. But uh, I'm not buying anything that the Jets are selling at all, at all. This is just any given Sunday because I think, like, I mean, in general, this week was just bananas, bananas. Mike White. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Jets aren't actually better than the Bengals. I'll admit that. And this is why the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFL, because the Bengals lost. It's not even close. That was the only team. Bills aren't shit. They can't even beat Miami by a handy margin either. Bucks. Rams. Cardinals. Packers. The Bucks and the Rams are definitely, no. Again. The Bucks did not beat us. We beat them. And the Rams definitely want to... Definitely not. How? Tell me. You literally just said... Tell me how the Dallas Cowboys didn't lose that game. Tell me how they didn't lose that game for Tampa Bay. Tell me. No, but what you just said, though, you misspoke. Uh, Because what you said is, they didn't beat us, we beat them. Yeah, we did beat them. We beat them. They did not beat us. We beat well, them the whole game. I mean, there's a, there's a win in their record and their loss in your record for that game. Of course, so, but in the sports world, we all know, and we even just saw a few professional quotes over the weekend where they say that we beat them, but they still have the win. That happens in sports. You can easily make mistakes that give up the win to the other team. Easily. Ask Carson Wentz. He knows all about that. All about that. 34-31. I didn't even actually mean to make that segue, but I'm taking it. 34-31. Titans over the Colts. I mean, interception machine over there. Yeah, it's a problem. Jonathan Taylor's doing really well. Yes, he is running. Is he going to end up like Derrick Henry and all of a sudden breaking his foot? No. And possibly ending his season? You get that one wrong. I don't know about that. I think if if memory serves me right, about two weeks ago, I first started mentioning about the worry about Derrick Henry having too much of a workload. It might not work out so well. Definitely talked about it last week. And now here we are. Titans are going to trade for a running back. I'm feeling it. Adrian Peterson is visiting the Titans today, by the way. Interesting. Yeah. That is breaking news. I read that just before I hit record 23 minutes ago. So we are breaking news again. Mm, interesting. You guys don't believe in McNichols. I would. 
He played last year and did well. Ran a touchdown last night too. I'd take him. I checked already the waiver priority. The guy who has Henry has a higher waiver priority than me. He has number three. I have number four. So we'll see how that works. T.Y. Hilton almost died. That, yeah. was a, that was a pretty rough hit, eh? A. Oh, God. Maybe I'll leave that one in there. Yeah. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton, we said this before. Maybe you should retire at this point. Like, really just consider your health. I'm a T.Y. Hilton fan, but I don't want to see him get repeatedly injured every time he gets on the field. Yeah. And so it feels like we're watching at this point. It's just perpetual injuries to the span. Like, at a certain point, Ugh, you gotta just take care of your body a little bit and realize that. Yeah, I mean, he also has it. He's capable of playing when he's healthy, but is it worth it at this point? I, I have to say no, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. They have enough receivers over there now. I mean, Michael Pittman is doing a pretty damn good job over there, to say the least. I think they're gonna be okay. I think they're gonna be yeah, okay. You should have traded for him. Ugh. Didn't get me started on that. It's like that. It's still that name shock where it's like, really? Can I can I trade Calvin Ridley for Michael Pittman? Fuck. Oh well, it happens. Rams thirty eight, Texans twenty two. What a misleading score that is. Uh, this game, dude. Rams are fifteen and a half favorites, and they fucking win by sixteen. Talk about freaking people out at the end there. It was 30 nothing. Total ridiculous game over there. Uh, Cooper Cup is the first player in the Super Bowl era with 900 reception yards and 10 TDs plus on both categories in the first eight games. How about them apples? Cooper Cup is really talented. You really should have structured him, honestly. Fuck, I knew you were going to say that. Suck it. Everyone rushing to uh, go make some ads over there with David Johnson on the Houston Texans. That didn't really work out for them at all. Uh, Bobby Trees hit the end zone as well. Bobby Trees has been picking up speed. Really like him. Yeah. Really like him a lot. Anyone who doesn't listen to our podcast much. Yes. Uh, Howard Woods, Bobby Trees, either one. I think, I think a lot of people are calling him Bobby Trees. This might be his real nickname. I'm not sure. But I like Bobby Trees. He's uh he's a favorite for me. I played Stafford this week, and uh that sucked. Fun fact: Matt Stafford and the Denver defense had the same amount of points this week. That was fucking cool. Wow, that's a staff for you, man. Yeah, I'm literally gonna lose because of the fucking Denver defense. If Sterling Shepard gets seven points tonight, I'm going to lose because of the Denver defense margin of victory. Yep. Ugh, rough week. Well, it was also a rough week. The Trubisky-led, I mean, the Mayfield-led Browns lose at home 15-10 to 10 to Big Ben Roethlisberger, where everybody was talking like it was his last game in Cleveland. Thank the Lord they're getting, putting this horse out to pasture. Fuck. Yeah. We didn't really see too much of that game. There wasn't really that many highlights of it. No, it was a low-scoring affair, and yeah, Big Ben is... Not what he used to be anymore. Really should have probably retired before this year. You can't see why. I mean, Steelers definitely going to be in the market for quarterback this offseason, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Do they trade for Deshaun Watson? <laughs> I was actually just thinking that. Probably not. But... Yeah, no. I don't think uh, the Roonies or uh, Tomlin are about that shit. Yeah, not at all. Chubb is due back. I know he's... Uh... 
they've all been ailing over there, but I think their full team as far as running back capacity is coming back within the next couple of weeks. Hang on. If you're a Browns owner, owner, if you kept Dernis Johnson, some guy in my league picked up Dernis Johnson and then just kept him on his bench. There is literally no point to even picking him up. He just picked him up and put him on his bench. I don't even get that. I'm so confused. Just to block other people. He's not that smart. Definitely not. I wish he was. I mean, again, senile old coot. Oh, the then, guy who doesn't even know that he has a fucking him. password for his fantasy. I don't think he's that onto it, brother. I mean, I wish. But, yeah. I don't know. Love you, Gio. But seriously, brother, I don't know. I don't think you did that on purpose. <laughs> Eagles, 44, Lions, 6. Yeah, I was wrong about this game by a lot. I have one question about this game. How do the Eagles have a larger margin of victory, which is their largest margin of victory on the road since 1981, than the Los Angeles Rams? You think the Rams are so good that they go into a knuckle buster? On the road, I might imagine. The Lions went to LA to go play that game. Eagles went to Detroit and just lambasted them. Explain yourself, David Silverbuck. Any given Sunday. There was two responses I was expecting. Number one, the Jalen Hurts effect. <laughs> Number two, any given Sunday, you did not let me down. I really wanted the Jalen Hurts effect, though. How many points did he have? What did he do? You must have went off. Oh, yeah, of course he did. Um, so he... Give me one second. I will mention while you're looking this up here, uh, dear Kenneth Gainwell pickups... How did that taste? Jordan Wait, Howard, unbelievable. Boston Scott. This is Ford. unbelievable. He had his worst game of the season. He had his first <laughs> sub-20 point game. He only had 11.22 points because he had no touchdowns. What? And was no no yards. He only had 103 passing yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, no fumbles. They just ran him the whole game. They literally just ran him wow. the entire game. And they gave him a game like three or four to like not. They gave him a game like a handful of times, but like he did nothing. Wow. Okay. They just ran the whole game and like didn't really let her throw it for whatever reason. Jesus. Okay. That's um that's impressive. That's fucking impressive right there. Yeah. I'm honestly not starting anybody on any of those teams, not even TJ Hawkincox. How is uh how did TJ Hawkincox do for you anyway? He had a good game actually. He had like eighteen something points. What? Eighteen. He had eighteen point eighteen point nine points. He had ten receptions, eighty nine yards. <laughs> so this is a good example of the difference between PPR and standard. Is in PPR eighteen point nine points in a performance league eight point nine points. So that's a huge difference. Those ten points. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Florida fucking... That's never been a mediocre game and a really great game. Yeah, by a mile. Yeah, shout out to Florida Jerry, who's like hell-bent on trying to get me into PPR, which is never happening. Like, you know, we mentioned on the pod before, maybe half PPR, but... Like, he was even arguing with me that anybody who thought Brandon Cooks was ever a top 10 receiver this year is smoking meth. It's like, well... It's not meth. That's the stats. That's exactly where he was in the ESPN scoring leagues. Not made up. This is just what's fucking happening. You know, we've talked about it before. It's He's crazy. 17 right now. 17? That's fucking nuts, man. Brandon Cooks is not a top 20 receiver in the NFL right now. At all. He's a garbage time fucking bum. 
Yes, man, I really feel. Man, yeah, this is why, like, I think that if you, like, sure, you play, pe- like, formats, whatever, I don't really care, but definitely should have, like, a cap on how much money that you're, like, willing to risk playing PPR because it's that's fucking super gambling. At least it's semi-predictable with having a performance scoring or a half PPR, but, like, man, full-on PPR is just wild. It can, you just have random people going off. It's crazy. Team scores six fucking points. The guy's eight. Man, that's hilarious. If you would have told me before that, where we announced the score in that game, or even after we just after announced it, and you would have told me that TJ Hawkincox had more points, almost double the points than Jalen Hurts, I would have laughed at you. Literally would have laughed at you because Detroit has six points on the board. <laughs> yeah. For sure, for sure. I love it. 49ers Bears. What a game. Ding 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 over here. 49ers 33. Bears 22. Man, I literally should just stick to team picks all year. I'm fucking on fire with those. Debo Samuel, by the way. I gotta give a shout out to Debo. Because he turned from a garbage time receiver into actually making catches when it actually counts. That's like been his thing this year. Had a couple last year, but really doing his thing this year. 819 receiving yards in seven games. And I just want to say, because I'm a big T.O. guy, fucking love T.O. Debo Samuel has the most receiving yards ever in the first seven games in San Francisco history. Yeah. Shout out to Jerry, T.O. Debo beat you both. Not bad. I was pretty shocked when I read that, to be honest with you. Justin Fields was playing out of his fucking mind for what i don't know four quarters three two and a half you look pretty good though there's some flashes of justin fields i kind of understand why they would have drafted him yeah yeah Justin fields actually looked pretty good at certain points there uh, i mean that rushing touchdown was ridiculous absolutely madness absolutely yeah i had the pleasure of watching khalil herbert do six plays in a row for negative yardage thanks red zone super duper appreciates that uh that <laughs> what a fantasy day for me <laughs> uh brandon Ayuk also still yeah, proved completely worthless worthless uh, dropped a sure touchdown pass sure touchdown but got the two-point conversion but touchdown pass was in his bread basket and he dropped it so i'm glad i also dropped brandon Ayuk and got off that train yeah yeah i'm blaming you there your draft class was not great this year. We as far as far as we're gonna friends. get there. Yeah, we're gonna get there. So next week is the midpoint of the season. It's eighteen weeks, not seventeen, right? So we're at midpoint next. Yeah, already actually is like midpoint. So I do want to kind of do like a midpoint episode because yeah. for nostalgia purposes, when I was uh, driving around the other day, I actually fired up our pilot episode and listened to what's in a preseason. Still makes me laugh, by the way. Don't know if I'm biased, but you're a fucking funny guy uh, because of your like lackadaisical attitude towards preseason. Like, I just fucking enjoyed that. Super hilarious, uh, to say the least, for me anyway. Yeah, I want to go and revisit some of those headlines uh, because some of them are fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Quarterbacks. I mean, the rookie quarterbacks haven't done shit for the most part. Yeah, dude. Zach Wilson, 130 passer rating that one day he went off. Trevor Lawrence. There's some yeah. good ones in there. Like, I can't. Yeah. I can't wait. Freelance went off. <laughs> Hasn't done anything. Yeah, there's a there's a couple gems to get a pluck from there. We'll uh, we'll kind of go over that. We'll uh, yeah review how fantasy is going for us to date. 
and uh yeah because we sh- i think we should i think it's kind of important because yes yeah. the trade deadlines are coming i definitely misspoke on that i got too excited about the actual nfl trade deadline and fantasy trade deadlines so still have a few more weeks so maybe we can give some gems in there to try and make some people improve teams because Lord knows I need to improve my team if I have any fucking chance of dancing uh, at the end of this year. Um, As we go into the next game, which has completely ruined my fantasy season, Carolina Panthers 19, Atlanta Falcons 13. Uh, Again, Corey's referee rant, fuck you NFL for not protecting Sam Darnold. If that was Tom Brady, you fucking assholes would have fucking thrown those guys out. If we're watching red zone and we, if we're watching red zone and we see two plays in a row where a quarterback gets fucking smoked in the face and there's no penalty on either of them, get fucked, NFL, get fucked. Like, especially since he had the concussion, he was already woozy. Man, if I was Matt Rule, I would have fucking put, put my game check money into an envelope and fucking wrote the NFL head office address on it, mailed it, and then went into my press conference and would have gave him the double middle finger and would have said, fuck you for not protecting my quarterback. You can't do that when you win 1913, I guess. That was another fucking embarrassing part where they're like trying to protect head safety. And yeah, like I don't even fucking like Sam Darnold. You know that. But I just, I have a real big issue with this whole headshot thing. Either fucking call it or you don't. I was really disappointed in watching that. Ref ran over. Yeah, they need to be more consistent with it, for sure. Yeah, it sucks, man. You only have, like, 30 30 number one quarterbacks for a reason. You know, out of the thousands, tens of thousands of people that play this fucking game, thousands of people that play call, hundreds of people that play college, it whittles down to, like, 30 people. And we should just honestly, like, we got to protect those guys. Or maybe you'll end up like the yeah. senile Troy Aikman and you won't even be able to announce football games coherently. Atlanta fail clouds. Yikes, Atlanta. Uh, we've got no Calvin Ridley. You still can't utilize Kyle Pitts because it just seems like everybody co- covers Kyle Pitts. I didn't really see any time. Like, he did drop a couple, but he was always in double coverage. It just seemed every time that he had two Panthers around him. And it looks like that's going to be the strategy moving forward for them. They're just going to let Corderell Patterson fucking run like a goddamn fucking prize thoroughbred around the goddamn field all the time. Ugh, fuck you, Corderell Patterson. <laughs> I'm a little angsty today. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, Patterson is the absolute core of that offense right now. Shockingly. I mean, no one expected it after they drafted Kyle Pitts in the first round. This is like Calvin Ridley, uh, or had Calvin Ridley, I should say. Pretty shocking. Yeah. I, I don't get it. <laughs> the Panthers, yeah, just horrible. Uh, or sorry, the Falcons are just horrible. It's unreal. And the Panthers, are, the Panthers are not a very good team, but they won that because they are the better team between them and the field bounds. Yes, David's about to put chocolate balls in his mouth again. Carolina, my fun fact for this game, Carolina had 203 rushing yards. It's their most since week five of 2019. So look at that. The Panthers are scampering without CMC. I said that as you put a chocolate ball in your mouth. 
So this game was very shocking to me. I didn't think that this should have been this close. And this is, again, another case for why the Cowboys are the number one team in the NFL right now. Dolphins 11, Buffalo Bills 26. In Buffalo, not even in Miami, in Buffalo, the score of this game at halftime was absurd. Uh, One score game? Let's go. 26 off of a bye week? Off of a bye week. So, again, Dallas Cowboys, number one team in the NFL. Tua, Tua, Tua. You guys really need Deshaun Watson. I'm just going to go out there and say that. The Dolphins need Deshaun Watson. Tua has not developed. And not saying Deshaun Watson is going to be the best for developmental purposes, but it's going to be better than what's going on over there right now. Because Tua and Ryan Fitzpatrick don't really talk. Same thing in Chicago, by the way. I noticed that. Whenever Justin Fields is over there, Andy Dalton kind of like walks over, leans in and looks at the iPad, and then like walks away. I saw it twice. Yeah, I don't know. You got to find someone to try and help that kid, I think. But two is not doing very well. They have a pretty good receivers. Uh, Devontae Parker had a pretty good fucking game. He was targeted 12 times, 11 or 12 times, I believe. Yeah, just having a heyday over there. And Mike Giusecki is finally back on the radar. So what say you about these Bills and Dolphins? I know I'm just annoying the living cocks off of you every single time that I say the words Dallas Cowboys are the number one seed in the NFL. Because... You know, and I know it's definitely close. I definitely think they're number one, but you it's too close for comfort for you. And I know that you don't like it. Well, before I put the next chocolate ball in my mouth, let me just say bills are a little bit of a surprise these last few weeks. They weren't really down on the dolphins like they should have been. And they lost to the times before their bye week. So We'll see about these bills. We'll see. I really want Stefan Diggs to have a better performance than he did. He struggled a little bit. No, he didn't have a bad performance by, that, by any means, but he didn't have like the dominant performance I was hoping he was going to have. John Allen, I feel like, could have been better. Yeah, I don't know about the two take or not. I know you got to give him a couple of years. Uh, I don't think bringing in Sean Watson is necessarily fair at this point, but I also don't understand trying to do it before the deadline this week. Because, like, it's not like they're going to turn around their team this season. You might as well wait for the legal situation to work itself out and maybe consider it in the offseason. Oh, yeah. Miami's front office has always been known for their brilliant moves. They're, they're, pati- yeah. they're patients all the time when making these transactions. <laughs> Before you chocolate ball out too late, well, I was going to ask you about, you bring up Diggs, and I really wanted to ask you about that. But I'm going to take a dab instead. Good a time as any. So you said that he didn't have a terrible performance. He didn't have a dominant performance. He was like, he did good. But is that what you want Stefan Diggs to be doing based on where you've drafted him? So I wanted to know just in general, because I've been stuck with this a few times. How many times has he actually been outstanding and actually worth the draft position for you this year? Has it happened more than once? Because I can only remember once. I PPR up at the bar at 20 points. Over 20 points is a great performance. Over 20 points is not a great performance. True receiver, at least. And Stefan Diggs is the only guy 
20 plus points once, which is against the Titans. So not great so far. He is currently wide receiver 22 in fantasy. That puts him below Brandon Cooks, I, for example. I, yep. <laughs> yeah. I would have been better off drafting Brandon Cooks than Stefan Diggs. Think about that. Yeah, I can't wait to send that to Florida man, Jerry, and see what he has to say about that. Yeah, you need that. That could be our least. Yeah, that's fucking bananas, man. It's actually bananas. Yeah. I uh, so my Spidey sense was kind of right on that. Then he literally has had one good game. <laughs> one great game, at least. The rest of them have been decent games for the most part. Yeah, he's averaging about fifteen points a game, sixteen points a game. Yeah. So in performance for Stefan Diggs. He has had 14.9 against Tennessee, and that was his hottest game. 6, 12, 6, 11, 6, 14, 10. That, uh, that's no bueno. Yeah. That's a problem for anyone who hasn't been performance. It's been okay in PPR, but not great. In the performance league, whew, 27th. Sorry, mm. I had to hit show more players at the bottom. It took a second to reload because some fucking guy named DeAndre Carter from Washington is ranked higher than him. Cortland Sutton is better. Christian Kirk, Brandon Cooks, everybody. Jamar Chase is the number two receiver in performance, by the way. Just wanted to put that there. And the PPR. Beautiful. That's interesting, actually. Yeah, when I drafted in order... Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, and Jamar Chase to be my top three receivers for this eighteen team league. I did not expect them to be in the opposite order of that rankings. There's Jamar Chase and then Adam Thielen and then Stefan Diggs as my top three receivers. Yeah. I agree with that one hundred percent. hundred percent. Good draft, but well, we've established Diggsy uh, owners might be a little bit, you know, a little bit upset. I sure fucking would be. Glad I didn't take him. Glad I didn't take him. It's two years in a row now yeah. where I've, I've thought to reach for him, and both years I've been rewarded not to. So I think I'm just going to stay with him. Mm, he should be top five wide receiver, but he's mm. not right now. Beautiful. Good breakdown, sir. Good breakdown. My fun fact for the Buffalo game is each of the last 12 wins that the Buffalo Bills have had have been by 10 plus points. It's the longest streak since the 1998-99 Rams. Good. Was that the greatest offense on field or whatever they called that? The greatest offense on earth? The greatest show on earth? I think it was that team. Greatest show on turf. Yeah. Greatest show on turf. I think that was the best. I think that was it. Man, I smoked so much. Mm-hmm. This game was the second most shocking, maybe first most shocking on the list, depending on where your fandom lies. But this one shocked the shit out of me. New England Patriots 27. San Diego Superchargers. 24. Haven't done that one in a couple of weeks. What the fuck happened with that game? They didn't even show that many highlights from it for some reason. They just showed like the touchdowns, but there wasn't like any. They were just glued on that Tampa fucking Bay game all afternoon long. But yeah, that like I got I'm going to have to go back and watch that one to try and understand what happened, because that's another one. I mean, that's worse than the Bills. You come off a bye week 
and you, oh, oh boy, at home. It wasn't even in New England, man. It was at SoFi. Yeah, I, I don't, I didn't watch enough of this to comment on any of it. I'm really happy I traded Justin Herbert. I have no regrets about it. Still, even if he has, like, yeah, I fucking love Joe Burrow. I wish this league was a keeper currently so I could just keep Joe Burrow and move on with it because I would. He's fucking great. Just a beast. Eckler, I know I saw a few runs for Eckler looking pretty good. I know he had a questionable tag on him, but he looked to be fine. And other than that, by the disappointing score and disappointed. That's all I have on this one. I mean, I think it shows how good Bill Belichick is, his coach. Well, that leads me in for the segue for my fun fact of the game. So you don't even know I have these fun facts. I've surprised these upon you. That's fantastic. The New England Patriots have won six straight games versus the San Diego Superchargers. So that shows how Bill Belichick is actually good. Good call, David Silver. Yeah. I So for this next one, I was rolling through my phone and I came to an article where it showed every single one of Rashad Penny's runs. Seahawks 31, Jags 7. Horrible game. Yeah. I watched all seven carries of Rashad Penny. They showed it. This guy had it on Twitter for me, so I didn't even have to go look up and see why he sucked. There is one misread on seven, and on the other six... I don't know how they won 31-7 and how Geno Smith isn't dead. Or Russell Wilson, for that matter. The Seattle offensive line got blown up twice by this fucking practice squad guy from Jacksonville. <laughs> like, it's nasty. Like, the clips are nasty. They had no chance of blocking this dude. He was just carving him up the entire time over there. It's crazy. I'm disappointed with Rashad. I don't know if I'm going to move on from him, but I might. There's no mm. timetable for Chris Carson's return either which makes me hella nervous. He's doing me no problems right now chilling on IR. So I'm going to probably leave him there. But I think it's, a you know, if you run out of IR spots or a legitimate question at this point with no timetable for return, is he going to actually be back to impact your fantasy chance? True. 4-0 at home versus Jacksonville all time. Seattle's outscored, outscored them 141-39. to I think it goes to show how bad Jacksonville has been for, like, ever. Yeah. They have some institutional problems over there, like their owner. Total clown. This is the game that, you know, other than scrambling for, you know, a replacement for Julio, where I honestly think little gif of AJ Green not turning around and catching the ball, I think that highlights my fantasy football season. That's, like, it in a nutshell. This is like no communication, don't know what's going on, and can't cut catch touchdowns to save your life. Denver Broncos 17, Washington football team 10. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why does the oh I mean, sure, stop the Broncos losing streak, but holy jeez. I heard something. I like that the Broncos and the Panthers are the same team, just in different conferences. I like that. They yeah. both started three and zero. They both lost four in a row, and they both went against four and for four this week. Uh, they've done the same thing. They've been all the shitty teams and lost anything decent, basically. And they're just both really mediocre teams. Oh, I love that actually. Yeah, with with shitty veteran quarterbacks that are not on their first team and reliant on the defense slash run game. Yeah. 
That game honestly shocked the living hell out of me for sure. Uh, the Broncos were looking so bad. And then boom goes the dynamite. Melvin Gordon's dancing in the end zone. So the one thing I heard uh, from the announcers at some point in the game, which caught my interest, was that Washington flew to Denver yesterday. Yeah, not necessarily the smartest move. No, no. I've only been to Colorado once, and that's a stupid idea. It instantly hits you for sure. <laughs> like, instantly. So, yeah. very interesting. I got nothing out. I don't, I'm not really, you know, before I was a, a fan of the man with two first names, Tim Patrick, but now I just, I'm, I don't really have anything for any, I don't really, I'm not starting any of them. I know, again, you might say Noah Fant, but are we still mm. on the Noah Fant no. wagon? No, I'm not. I'm off the wagon. Yeah, I, I had to double check because I know every single time I write off the entire team, you're like, oh, Noah Fant. But Noah Fant had point eight. Yeah, he's and, not really uh, doing much of playing in the season. So. Um, and I would say maybe the running backs. I haven't really looked into them that much, but there's two of them, which isn't really great. So you know. Yeah, and as we know, both of them were started against me last week, and I managed to still pull it off. But they did put up respectable days. So. They are using a pretty good tandem system over there. I wouldn't risk it, but Washington football team is four and thirteen versus non-divisional opponents since twenty twenty. There you go. Fun fact of the day. Uh, well, so my fun fact for you on yes, this sir. game is Melvin Gordon the third is fifteenth in PPR uh, among running backs, and Javante Williams is twenty fourth. So they're both actually uh, reasonably ranked. Holy. That's pretty interesting, actually. Yeah. So the running backs are actually something. I, mean, I wouldn't trade for them, but if you have them, you're probably using them. Yeah, Melvin Gordon's 17. Yeah, that's solid running back two territory. And, and yeah, Javonta Williams is solid. like 20, 30. Yeah. 19, solid 20. Solid flex territory. Yeah, so... But running back 35, 30, 30. Yeah, 32, sorry, 32. So a little bit higher in PBR. Yeah. But yeah, I would say Gordon is solid running back two territory. Williams is solid flex territory right now. Yeah, I agree. Jesus, that's why they're getting double started. They're doing okay. This next one is great. I'm excited. Buccaneers 27, Saints 36. Again, why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not the best team in the NFL and the Dallas Cowboys are. Trevor Simeon. Remember that yeah. guy? Yeah, I do remember him from the Broncos. He went off. Saints win 36-27. Jameis Winston sounds like an ACL. I haven't heard that for sure, for sure this morning, but last night when uh, Sean Payton was at his press conference, it definitely sounded like it was over for Jameis Winston for the year, which is oh, yeah. very unfortunate. Well, that's why I think about getting Taysom Hill for week 10. Thank God that we didn't find my Jameis Winston bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Taysom Hill's an interesting play. Who are they playing again? Week 10 the, uh, at Tennessee. Ooh. And Titans give up a lot of points usually, I feel like. Yeah, they do for sure. So that could be a good one. Okay, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, because Wentzy boy sure gave me uh, the the nervies, nerves, uh, nerve shakes today, so. 
Yeah. Clearly, the option is Trey Lance, but I don't think he'll be a starter by week 10. So Jimmy G did pretty well. He ran it in himself just right. to make Jimmy sure. Jimmy G looking good right now. So, yeah. I don't really see why they would start Trey Lance anytime this season unless Jimmy G gets hurt somehow again. Yeah, I agree. They got to take it slow with him. He'll be good long term for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like next season, he might be worth drafting, but we'll see. Like late as a backup. Rob Gronkowski got injured again. We dropping him now? No. Ooh, he even furled his brow, folks. That was a very angry, I'm not dropping him. <laughs> oh, back spasms. He had back spasms. Come on. Not a long-term injury. And he has a bye week coming up. I don't think they should start him this week, honestly. If I were the team, I would have just, like, let him rest one more week. Even if he was good to go, like, I would have just said, like, fuck it. Like, just take one week off. We have the bye week and then come back after the bye week. Like, we don't need you right now. Even if we lose the game, it's not a big deal for us. We're going to make the playoffs. Like, this is, this is a team that knows they're going to make the playoffs. You honestly could rest Gronkowski for the rest of the fucking regular season. It wouldn't matter. Like, they're that good of a team. And just playing the playoffs and let them score a bunch of touchdowns, then who cares? Yeah. Now, for obviously, fancy, I hope they don't do that. Fancy, hope that he plays coming out of the bye week. I think he will. I mean, it wasn't a re injury again because his injury prior was the ribs and a punctured lung. This was back by some sort of completely different injury and not like a major injury that's going to carry over for weeks. That's just something that like stopped him from playing that one game. So I'm not concerned at all. All right. He explained himself. Sounds good enough for me. Six and one Dallas Cowboys defeat the three and four Minnesota Vikings twenty to sixteen. Amari Cooper with a touchdown, fifty one seconds remaining in regulation. See that like yeah, I fell asleep at halftime during this game, so I don't remember what happened after that. So I wasn't there for it. Did you see the bomb, Cedric Wilson, like seventy yard fucking ridiculous? No. Well, fine then. Look it up. It's out there. It's a nice play. You know you love your Cowboy highlights. It's the only thing that you're looking for. You love them. They're your favorite team. Oh, Cowboys are the worst fucking team in the world. Are you sure? I have a pinch nerve right now. I'd rather have a pinch nerve for the rest of my life than see the Cowboys win one more Super Bowl. Wow. 
That was violent. I'm in substantial pain, so I think that's should tell you how much I really hate the Cowboys. I think you should do another dab, and you'll get better. Uh, maybe. You can do this, David Silverbuck. You've got it. Kirk Cousins is a bum. Cowboys, Cowboys stuck to the plan. And I'm happy that they stuck to the plan. Because we don't do that usually. We usually do whatever the fuck we want. And it's annoying. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I can't believe that Mitchell actually lost uh, to a backup quarterback. Yeah, uh, me I either. I can't believe the lost a backup quarterback either, so. Yeah, me either. This was truly a fucked up week in the NFL. Fantasy and, like, just, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, just for context, if you look at all quarterbacks in the NFL, Mike White was third. It was Josh Allen, expected, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mike White, Justin Fields, and then Tom Brady. Those are the top five quarterbacks in fantasy this past week. Oh, boy. That's fucked up. Yeah. More fucked up than we are. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. That's a, that's a woof right there. That's a definite woof. What, uh, before we get out of here, how bad is it going to be tonight? What's going to happen? You guys going to win? You know, I would generally say no, but I'm not really sure what to expect from the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are very unpredictable right now. And if Mahomes just does a bunch of interceptions, then maybe you have a chance. I think it really is all going to be about what the Chiefs' offense does against our defense. I think our offense will score points against that defense. The question is, how many points do we allow the Chiefs to score? Yeah. And I think that's really going to be the key of the game here, those matchups. Because, like, I honestly see who on our defense covers Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. Uh, so I, I think the Chiefs can potentially destroy us tonight. I also can see a situation where the Giants somehow get the upset as well and just like, really piss everyone off. Do you actually understand that the Chiefs have only one more win than you guys? Yeah, I think it's that's crazy to me. I mean, the Chiefs are obviously on paper a much better team. Like, the Chiefs should be able to beat us pretty easily, being realistic, but maybe not. Maybe they're going to just suck again, like they have a few times this season. Or maybe they, maybe this is the week that they, like, get their shit back together and just take a giant dump on the Giants. Like, I really, I really am not sure what to expect on this game. If I were a betting man, I would still not bet on this game because, like, who knows what's going to happen. This is a really unpredictable one, I think. Corey's fun fact for the day. Kansas City Chiefs have allowed 32.3 points per game at home this season. Woo! Doggy. Yeah, like, a lot of points. I, uh, I'm excited to see what the hell happens tonight with this one. Well, David Silverback, we've survived made it thanks for uh, sitting through the pain yeah go get that no fixed problem. go uh, find someone to punch you really hard it works every time trust me I feel like that doesn't work 
you don't know until you try it. I'm good. It's okay. I mean, I hope it doesn't happen, but there is a realistic possibility that you're going to get punched and you're, you don't even have to leave your house. I'm just saying. That's how, I, that's how I feel when the Cowboys lose sometimes, so we'll have to see. Could be the Mahomes-Tyree-Kelsey uh, revenge game. Or... Uh, Jones, that running back who I never remember what his name is, and uh, Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard. Booker. 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 Devonta Booker. Devonta Booker. Shepard, I need you to get 48 and a half points. And I'll get the win. I need, I need Travis Kelsey to get about uh, like 17 to 20 points. Reasonable. Very reasonable. Lots like most of his games. If he has like an average game for him, then he'll score enough points for me to win my third matchup this week. Nice. Either two or five to one. Well, good luck. Hope to see it happen. Yeah. Thanks. Go Giants. Yeah. I uh, will never say that, but uh, I'm interested to see what happens. Thanks for uh, joining us, everybody. Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. Another week's reaction in the books. You can find us on all the major platforms. Make sure if you're listening to us on Apple, take the time to leave a review. We've got two of them up there already. Much love. Appreciate it. And uh, oh, I can't wait to do that little uh, midweek uh, recap thing. It's going to be fun. Thanks, David Silverberg. See you later, brother. Peace.